the most connected man in Washington, WSB's Jamie Dupree. He's on every day with Herman Cain, 1106 AM every day. Sponsored by Charter Communications on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. We are America. Oh, shucky ducky is the man of the Shucky Ducky was a way for me to say I am thrilled to be here. Why not just say that? Herman Cain. Herman Cain. Solutions for a better America. This is your host, Herman Cain. Thank you for joining us. Because you know we're going to tell you the truth. We're going to give you the facts. And we're going to set the record straight. Because we want you to be better informed and inspired to help make this a better USA. Breaking news, breaking news every day with Herman Cain and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Hello, Jamie. Hey, Herman, how you doing, buddy? I'm fine. You out in California, your IC. Yep, I am set up here in the news media center. Uh, right. We're actually in a tent that is outside one of the buildings at the Reagan Library. And, right. of course, you know, it never rains in Southern California, right, Herman? Well, Un- it rained until a bunch. Jamie goes. Yeah, except until I, I was here. I was telling Shaney B. off the air. I was here in December, and it poured. It even snowed in some places. And I come back here yesterday, and it's pouring to beat the daylights out of things in L.A. and San Diego. And it was even raining up here a little. They they turned off all of the power and the Internet access in the press tent because they were worried about the water getting in. But uh, And also, the, the guys outside have picked the perfect time to be uh, mowing the grass and using the blowers while we're doing this live show. <laughs> they got to make you, it so. pretty for the camera, okay? That's right. For That's those right. pan so, shots they're going to do. So this will be the site uh, later on today of the next GOP debate. Uh, we'll have uh, 11 people on the main stage, the 10 that were in Cleveland at the first debate, plus, of course, Carly Fiorina will be on the main stage as well, and before that, uh, the four others who will be in the pre-debate debate. Uh, the, the, the debate begins a little after 8 o'clock Eastern. They'll get about two hours and 45 minutes. There'll be a few breaks, but even then, that's we're talking the length of a football game, Herman, that's, for them to be long. up there on stage. That's yes. a long, long time. Now, remember in the first debate, Donald Trump was the only one who got over 10 minutes of time. And that debate began uh, uh, at 9 o'clock and went to 11, maybe a few minutes after 11. You take out some of the the, uh, the downtime for intros and things like that. So that was about two hours. So this will be longer than that debate. So some people should have more of a chance to talk. Trump uh, warmed things up as only Donald Trump can do. He held a big rally yesterday on a battleship, the battleship yes. Iowa that is moored uh, on the south side of L.A. Uh, you know, all kinds of people turning out for him there. And, you know, I, I think he knows that people might come after him tonight. But let's uh, let's do a quick thumbnail sketch of who might, Herman, because, you know, I think it's interesting. Marco Rubio has put out word today he's not here to attack Donald Trump. Right. So, you know, Smart. and I think. You know, you and I have talked about this. Yeah. Do you spend your time tonight attacking Donald Trump, or do you get out your message? It's not an easy answer. No. I mean, Rubio, for example, I think that is smart. Look, you may get five minutes at most with 11 people up there. Maybe You better six. use it well. Yeah. You better use it well rather than, try the, the, rather than try to use your time to define someone else. Use it to define you and your ideas. Now, the second one, Rand Paul has made no secret out of the fact that he's going to go directly at Trump. Yep. Coming up. And now, I, I would I would think that uh, you might have uh, Fiorina do the same, but she has also said that she wants to take time to introduce herself. So, right. 
you know, you, you have to, uh, there's, there's, there's two ways to think about it. For one, I, I want to get my message out, but you and I both know, Herman, if you're not in a good soundbite and if it doesn't have anything to do with Donald Trump, you might not make it on the news. Do you know, like yeah. Scott Walker, Scott Walker took a very calm approach last time, just stuck to his script. Uh, didn't help him, obviously. And now then do you view, if you come out swinging, are you seen as trying to do too much and being, in a sense, uh, grasping at something? You know, the, the, the winds of this political race can sometimes be really good and sometimes they can be abusive in a negative way. So all those different candidates thinking today, what do I need to do to help myself? And then, parenthetically, should I engage with Donald Trump, yes or no? You know, the wild card for me is what type of questions they're going to ask. Yep. Because, for example, I think Carla Fiorina will stay away from the face comment if they don't bring it up. But, but if I, they ask her about it. Right. I, I, just, I am just wagering they're going to bring it up and ask her about it because they want her to get into a spat with Donald Trump. You know, I, I can remember, remember in the first debate, the Fox News anchors got a lot of flack afterward for how they did it. They, they obviously, if you go back and watch that debate and read the transcript again, they were trying to create trouble. They yes. were trying to pit people against Trump. They were trying yes. to pit Marco Rubio against Jeb Bush. They were trying to make Rand Paul and Chris Christie fight. They yep. did on that one. And so I would assume we'll get some of that tonight to say, hey, candidate A, uh, candidate B over there said this about you. What do you think about that or, or something along those lines? It wouldn't surprise me to see that at all. I, it wouldn't surprise me either. That's why I say that that's the wild card, because they want to try and stir up them going after one another. And then when that happens, if they follow the normal rules of if you are called by name or challenged by name, you get a 30-second follow-up uh, rebuke or rebuttal or whatever they want to call it, and there again, it's going to dilute the amount of time that everybody gets. So let's, I'm hoping for substance, but I think that's probably why so many people are wondering what it's going to be like. It almost seems like the election is tonight, you know? Yeah, doesn't it? Uh, it really, really does. It's really something. I think, you remember yesterday at this time we talked about that new, um, uh, the, the new effort by the group uh, Club for Growth. Yes. Uh, coming up with the uh, the ad campaign against Donald Trump, you yes. know, that he's a fake conservative, a fake Republican. I think we'll hear some of that, obviously, coming through tonight from some of these candidates. Oh, I think so. I think so. And Rand Paul is going to lead the way. He, I mean, he's he's gotten a considerable amount of pre-publicity by saying that that's what he's going to try to do, you know, and this sort of thing. But but it hasn't worked for him so it far. It hasn't worked I mean, so far. He has tried repeatedly to argue that, that Donald Trump is a fake conservative. I mean, it wasn't just he brought it up at the last debate. He's hammered on it uh, time and time again. Jeb Bush has talked about it. Carly Fiorina talked about it at the first debate. So, you know, we've seen people go to that well before, yeah. but it hasn't really stopped Trump at all. And, you know, yesterday was interesting because in his appearance at the, the Battleship Iowa, it was billed as a as a national defense or defense policy speech by Trump. But really, when you get down in there weren't that many specifics. It was no. sort of... Uh, 35,000 feet stuff, I want a stronger military, we need right. a stronger this, help the vets, that kind of thing. But there wasn't any details or anything in that. I don't know if they'll try to pin them down tonight on any details. Now, you, you do have the issue, foreign policy matters might come up tonight. Frankly, I always think that most voters just, their eyes glaze over when you get down in the weeds on some of that stuff. So, again, we'll have to see what questions. You know, as, as we always say, Herman, you could be up there and on the stage with everybody else, but if you get a boring question or something <laughs> that just, you know, most people don't really care about, yeah. you might not be in the lead of the story on this tomorrow. Exactly. Well, my approach was you get a boring question, 
answer it quickly, shortly, and pivot to something <laughs> and move important. On, yep. Move on. Yep. And people want to hear about the economy. They want to hear about how you're going to deal with the debt. They want to hear probably about this whole energy approach. But I don't think CNN is going to – those CNN people are not going to ask questions about energy independence. I would wager they aren't going to bring it up because it might bring up the fact that another green energy company is looking like it's going to go belly up. Like right. Solyndra, Solyndra 2.0. You can't ask about everything. There'll be, nope. uh, I'm sure that there'll be people later on tonight that will say you should have done this, you should right. have followed up with that. That's just part of the game. But, you know, I, I ask everybody as you're listening around, think about it. How are you going to get things together? How are you going to, uh, you know, what, what would you have your candidate do tonight? It is not an easy answer. No, it's not an easy answer. I was interviewed earlier, and I, I was asked, well, what are they doing today in preparation for tonight? I said the smart ones are not trying to cram, but they're trying to think about their key thoughts on key issues. And when you get the opportunity, you pivot to a key issue or solution rather than get down in the weeds if they start throwing personal attacks back and forth. And I've got to tell you, labeling, trying to label somebody, that hasn't worked. I don't think it's going to work again. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's like anything. You need to have sort of your answers ready to go when you think you can bring up an issue or something like that. And, and it's like a football game. It's like a baseball game. It's like a basketball game. You come in with a game plan. You, yeah. th- actually, actually, no, Herman, let me, let me rephrase it. Rephrase There's one it. candidate who won't come in with a game plan, <laughs> and I think that's Donald Trump. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I that's know. just the way he is. And yeah. I think that he believes... You know, he might do a minimum of don't forget this or that, you know, little stuff like that. But, uh, you know, he just has that persona where he feels like that he can do it on the fly and nobody else really can. Uh, CNN flashed up a new New Hampshire poll that showed that Trump was number one. Carson was number two. Fiorina in New Hampshire was number three in that latest poll that they brought out. Yeah, and I haven't seen that one. Oh, the, uh, but, uh, yeah, the Fiorina has been hoping that she would move, yeah. and so has John Kasich as well, though his numbers have sort of uh, softened a little bit nationally recently. But, you know, it's a reminder that this debate, I mean, who's, whose names haven't we talked much about lately? Scott Walker, Mike yep. Huckabee, yep. Chris Christie. Uh, even Ted Cruz has sort of been on the margins recently. And, uh, you know, this is an opportunity for everybody, Jeb Bush included, yeah. uh, Ben Carson, to do something tonight to change the trajectory of this. I mean, the guy with the hat that says, make America great again, yeah. has been dominating everything. And he'll be at the center of it tonight. Now, could he have a bad night? Of course he could. Could he have a really good night, hit it out of the park? He could do that as well. It'll be interesting, Jamie. That's all I got to say. And, you know, I don't look forward to sitting there for three hours watching it, and you're going to be over there for that amount of time. And I it know. It seems like too long uh, of a time. It is. And I, 11 people, I just think it's unwieldy. But, you know, that's where we are. Maybe in a couple months we'll be down to five or six or something like that and have a better chance at it. But, you know, when you go back and look at the numbers and think that most people averaged about seven and a half minutes was all yeah. in that first debate. It's a reminder, as you said, Herman, you have to use your time wisely because, boy, if you don't, 
if you don't take the opportunity, even just, okay, okay even if you're not going to say anything outlandish and you just want to talk about what you're going to do, you need to figure out ways to emphasize it with a snappy uh, bite here or there, you know, maybe take a jab at Hillary Clinton along the way or President Obama or something like that. It doesn't have to be that you need to uh, insult fellow Republicans up on stage, but you got to have a game plan and a thought process as to how can I get my candidate on the news tomorrow, maybe in a way that does not involve Donald Trump. How many times four years ago did I mention 999? Yeah, and there was a reason. (laughs) I pivoted to that because I thought ahead of time, every question about the economy, jobs, spending can get back to how are we going to boost this economy? So you're right. That's something they've got to do. And the other, the other thing, thing tonight, I would assume everybody's going to invoke the name of Ronald Reagan at some point or another oh, yeah. since we are at the Reagan Library. Oh, yes. oh, yeah. They are going to pay homage to the Gipper. Thanks a lot, Jamie. All right, Herman. We'll talk to you tomorrow with a full recap. Look for you. You're going to be with us in our ra- presidential race analysis segment in the morning, yes, right? Yes, two times tomorrow. You're absolutely right, got buddy. It. All right. We'll be uh, sipping Mountain Dew by then and trying to stay awake. <laughs> we'll see you, pal. Thank you. You're listening to the Herman Cain Show. He has run a presidential campaign. He'll give you the best insight on campaign 2016. Herman Cain, every day. When I come back doing rapid fire, I will tell you what it feels like to be standing on that debate stage for two hours. Going three hours is going to be even worse. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.